0: Thanks for joining us on the War on Marriage podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Robin. And we believe marriage needs to be fought for.
1: Christ says in Matthew 19:6, What God has joined together, let no man separate. Yet we constantly see and hear otherwise.
0: Join us as we have honest discussions on in-laws, money, fights,
1: and of course, sex.
0: Together, we will learn from Christ and others
1: about how to fortify our marriages. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this episode. This one was a little spontaneous. It derived from a conversation that Nick and I had last night. Um, and we discovered a lot about our relationship just from this one conversation. So we thought we would share it with you guys.
0: Yeah, we really did. And I think it's applicable. Um you know, I don't know when anyone's listening to this. I don't know if it's like weeks from now and maybe or months from now and anyone's out of quarantine and COVID stuff. But like it kind of relates, relates to that. Um, but
1: yeah. Uh, so just a little I guess, just jumping into it, going back a little bit um, at the start of I want to say what November of 2019.
0: Yeah, let's say November.
1: November 2019, my schedule got very busy. Um, Nick and I weren't really seeing each other a lot due to work. I was always at work. Um, I would work an entire weekend at some points. And then January came and I was working seven days a week, 16-hour days, nonstop. So we never really saw each other. We'd see each other for like two hours while we're awake and then asleep. So we our Bible study, uh, the leaders actually talked about a time starved marriage and we would consider that a time starved marriage because we didn't have a lot of time together, but we tried because we knew it, the time that was together, it was very precious to us.
0: Yeah, it, it really was. I mean, I, Robin sort of had this schedule of just work and then me, you know, like she would be at work and then, um, she would come home and we would, Maybe eat dinner and um, together, maybe. Again, that yeah. at some point we even said like, Robin, you take care of dinner on yourself.
1: Yeah, and I would eat. Uh, I would bring dinner yeah, to bring work it. and I would have dinner at work yeah, because then, I would be there for quite a while.
0: And then I would, I would just eat at home or whatever. But essentially like we would get, as Robin said, like two, maybe three waking hours of the day. But while she was doing work and stuff. I sort of had my own, you know, things. Uh, I was going to the gym. I was, um, doing homework at sometimes I was taking classes. Oh, yeah. That was actually one thing I was doing. And, um, I was reading books and playing video games with, with the boys. <laughs> um, but I had other things and obviously time for Robin. Uh, but I, so, I sort of had other things taking up my time. Um, And Robin had stuff taking up her time, but it was two things. And one of them, she, you know, didn't really, really enjoy. So we kind of got into this.
1: Well, I I definitely got into this uh, lifestyle of no hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Of all of my free time was devoted to my husband, which wasn't really a problem because my free time consisted of two hours. Yeah. every other day
0: <laughs> yeah and those two hours were really precious i mean I, when, when robin would get home i would like sit down and just stop what i was doing and yeah
1: and it was it was just exhausting for me but i i valued our marriage so much and i had seen so many other people at my job who had lost their marriages along the way because it because of the work environment
0: and not and not really to any of their own fault honestly it was just the schedule you know like i mean obviously at some point you know there's stuff that goes on in a marriage you know that leads up to you know if you had listened to the conversation with bella rose she talks about um it's not just one thing that happens it's sort of like like we we had talked about yeah slowly chips away yeah slowly chips away but at the end of the day that schedule is not conducive to marriages and it's hard right it's hard to kind of continue that but
1: so I made it my goal that whenever I came home like I was going to focus all my time on Nick and then that, me- that mentality stayed with me and my schedule completely changed once COVID hit yeah I was I went to a new job and I was considered non-essential so I was home for three months straight yeah and at <laughs> first it was amazing like we just moved into a house we had all these things to do I was outside gardening I was coming in Nick and I were catching up on the past four or five months together so it was fantastic um and then it turned into something that we discovered last night our time together became diluted
0: yeah that's a good way to put it 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 really did like because um you know we would be spending time together like all this time pretty much all. because not only was robin home for this time but i was also in I'm continuing, continuing to work from home. So like double the time together. Mm -hmm. It's not like Ron was just home, just doing whatever. No, I was, I was here as well. And I've been working, working from home. So like when we sat down for dinner, even now, like when, when we sit down for dinner, you know, it's like, how are you? I've seen you all day. Yeah. (laughs) Not, not much to talk about. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go play video games with the boys. And she's just like, okay. Because in her mind, right? Like, what what do you think?
1: So it was, for me, it was, yes, we spent all day together. But, like, I didn't really, we didn't really do anything together. Like, just sitting next to you wasn't really my idea of quality time. Yeah. Because we were just putzing around the house, doing dishes, staring at the cats. We doing something weird or stupid and watching good mythical morning or something like that <laughs> but it wasn't and then after that it's be like okay i'm gonna play with the guys and i'd be like no but i want more and then in my head i'm like i literally spent every single day with this man yeah. but i still want more like i'm being a little selfish right now
0: yeah and i and i would feel bad I and, and it's not just like she would make me feel guilty because that's not that's not the case like um i i, I never want to you know go to my way to not spend time but i I did feel guilty i was like oh well shoot like she's saying it with puppy dog eyes like (laughs) yeah it's okay i'm just like
1: if you really want to yeah
0: if you want to." i'm just sitting here (laughs) like oh okay i will for like an hour or whatever and like i don't we just kind of realized in our conversation yesterday that that's that's not how things are it's it's kind of the opposite of a time-starved marriage it's like there's too much time. Like Robin said, it's been diluted where even these most, these intimate times when we've been together, like sitting down for a meal, like culturally, that's, that's a big thing for us. And I think even like biblically, you look at biblically, like sitting down for a meal Mm -hmm. is, is such an important thing. And it's, it's so interesting how, I mean, we could get into that at another point, but like humans coming to gather around food, Uh, I'm not going to go deep into it, but like Mm -hmm. it's a meaningful period. We check in with each other. It's like, how was your day?
1: And as we choose to share meals with people that we care about, to make meals with the people that we care about. And so the way that I would equate these two differences between time starved, which was zero time together, but our time is very precious to all the time and we weren't really doing anything. It's kind of like uh stress stress versus productivity if you look at a x and y axis of a graph it turns into a bell curve basically there will be a peak at one point where you have a certain amount of stress where you are the most productive and then if you get overstressed your productivity starts going down but the same way as before if you don't have any stress your productivity also goes down because now there's no sense of urgency there's no drive it's just like a well it's not really that important or well i have all the time in the world and that's how i treated our relationship like we have all the time in the world like what's so important about doing a date night tonight let's just do it tomorrow and then that tomorrow turns into next week and then the next month and yeah that was kind of it
0: yeah and, and i think there was even one point what a few weeks ago maybe a month ago where i was like we need to do so- like we need to do yeah. something i'm sick of just sitting around and and like doing nothing and so I think we went out. I mean, we're lucky enough to have the water by us, like the ocean. So we went out and just walked on the beach for like what an hour. Yeah. And and that was filling. And it's it's just it's it's like how do we how do we make those moments together? How do we make them? I don't want to say time starve because I don't think anyone should strive to have a time starved marriage. But like, yeah. How do we make that time together precious even when we spend all this time together and i think i mean i feel like a lot of couples could kind of be going through this right now with you know with quarantine yeah with quarantine yeah. i mean it, from all walks of life people that have lost their jobs and now
1: well not even they're just home that together. i've noticed a few people from college people who were dating in college and then after graduation getting married and moving in together their relationship changed yeah because they weren't spending all the time together. Like they were in separate dorms or across campuses or at different colleges. Oh,
0: this. So this is not, not necessarily quarantine. Just stuff no, no, in no, general. Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. So this also applies to people who just got married out of college. Right. There we okay. go. People who have moved in together because they, in college, they didn't spend all all of their time together. They weren't on the same schedule. They weren't living in the same location. And now they are, and now they have to adapt. Or now they're like, oh well, where did the magic go or like where did the romance go it's like well there was no longer like you didn't really have to plan to get together you're just always together because like in the past especially with dating like in order for two people to see each other like you had to plan something right so it was always magical and now that you're always together it's like well i don't have to plan to see you i'm just gonna roll over and there you are (laughs) so i think sometimes that's where the idea of flipping flipping that on its head that idea into you marry to date rather than vice versa so somehow like changing that where you make plans while you're married and like that's the goal and the reason why this whole conversation came up last night is you had said Hmm. that you feel very distant from me i was like what are you talking about like i'm literally attached to your hip (laughs) like i don't think i could get closer and that wasn't in like a negative way. It was like, "Oh, you're too close to me." It's like, "No, like I'm I'm pretty dang close to you. Like I'm all the time."
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and it was it's it's been this weird weird feeling where yeah, we've spent so much to gone ga- so <laughs> so much time together. Yet I I don't feel not that I don't know you, but it's like where has that time gone? Right? Like we're like, this year has gone by so quick. I know. And and, and at some points, I mean, obviously there's been better points um, than others, right? But, like, some of this time just kind of feels lost So, in a I, sense.
1: Yeah, and it was at Bible, at our um, small group, that they were talking about couples on average only have three minutes of conversation a day
0: oh yeah
1: And i was like i don't agree with that at all like there must be some really messed up marriages if they only have three minutes worth of conversation a day i was like wait a second no that is us okay i guess i just call my marriage pretty messed up and what it (laughs) means by that is like an actual conversation
0: i think we're especially realizing that especially in covid times right like Mm -hmm. how important not just conversation, not fricking zoom or whatever. Um, just like this person to person conversation, getting together with your spouse and sitting down. And like last night we, we got these conversation cards off, off Amazon. What was it? 18 bucks. Yeah, Maybe, Maybe, maybe that, um, that
1: they're for couples
0: yeah they're for couples and they spark so much com- i mean they sparked this conversation yeah they us. were
1: simple questions yeah. some of them were like quick like two minute conversations but we definitely got to a point where especially with spending so much time together we're like so 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 so, <laughs> i don't know how to talk to you anymore like yeah. what do we talk about i i can't ask you how your day is like that one spark a conversation i right. literally saw your entire day <laughs> Or like, oh, how was lunch? Oh, we had lunch together. I already asked you that. Or different things like that. So going back to the whole three minutes of conversation, we weren't having conversation. We were doing things together. We were being around each other, but there wasn't, we weren't talking about God. We weren't talking about our feelings. We weren't talking about like what we were concerned about, about what we wanted to, we weren't dreaming together. We were just existing mm. We were turning more into roommates, and I'll just be blunt. I w- I keep an app for, um, all lady things to keep make sure cycles are good, and one of the things that I put down is sexual activity, and I looked back, and it decreased during that time frame yeah. when our relationship got diluted. Yeah, we just weren't physically intimate. Yeah, and I didn't notice.
0: Yeah. No, that, I I mean, looking back on it, I I totally agree. You know, obviously, you have it marked down, but like, <laughs> I, I could feel that as well, and I, and I think that's such an important thing as a husband and wife to to be right, like. To be intimate with one another, and and I I think that is not necessarily a litmus test of what your relationship is no. like because er- every couple's different right and like,
1: also outside factors come into play yeah. such as health and for sure stress that comes into play but it was just very shocking for me to see that we were just as intimate when we only saw each other for two hours awake for two hours a day yeah we were just as intimate then as yeah. we were at the start of quarantine and then it started trickling off i was like whoa. I feel like it should have been the opposite. Right. <laughs> and for me, I think the way that I felt was that like spark of seeing you after, after not seeing you all day long kind of faded. And I'm very sad to say that. I'm sorry to say that, but like,
0: it's, un- it's understandable, right? Cause like we see each other all day and like, barely get out of the house I know right like uh, I mean I got out today and I got home and but I'd seen you all day right like I I I, I would like to think that every time I come through the door or you come through the door you you or I would be excited to see one another but we've spent spent the whole day with one another right so like it's hard to expect that I don't expect it you know I expected if you had been gone all day That I would get up, stop my work, and go see you, or vice versa, right? But I think
1: that that translated more into, like, the whole aspect of a relationship. I just kind of became... I guess I kind of took it for granted. Yeah. I guess the same way with um, my grandparents. When I lived back in New York, Mm -hmm. and I had any opportunity I wanted to go see them. But I just didn't. I would see them when my mom's like, "Oh, you should go visit your grandparents." I was like, oh, "Okay, I guess so." Not that I didn't love them. I mean, not that I don't love them. But I just didn't. And then I moved to, I went to college, and then we moved down here, and then I only really saw them maybe once a year. And then my grandmother passed. Yeah. And I missed all that time, and it's not because I didn't care for her. But it's because I took that time for granted.
0: Yeah, so it's like it's it's kind of like right now, right? We're taking all this time for granted. Yeah, and you know, like how do how do us as couples and you know everyone is listening, like everyone else listening, um, how do we how do we sort of change that? Like, do we seek out things that will time starve us so then when we are together yeah, like
1: how do we induce just a little bit of stress to make yeah. our the productivity increase
0: which is which is an interesting concept i don't think you should ever go out of your way to do that but that yeah. doesn't mean that you can't pick up a hobby
1: because i know last night when we were talking about it i was like so what do we do to change this and nick you go i just won't see you as much as like okay <laughs> that was a little harsh wordi- wording i understand but
0: <laughs> yeah i'll just i'll just leave for like five hours you know (laughs) i'll make
1: you appreciate me more yeah (laughs) oh goodness
0: no but i i mean i think there are ways right like one
1: definitely for me is i with the schedule i had i didn't have any hobbies i didn't have time for if i had any hobby i wouldn't see you any hobbies there i would go weeks without seeing you (laughs) In all honesty, like the way the schedule was, there was no way that I would have been able to see you.
0: Yeah, you would have a hobby. You would have work, go to a hobby, come home, go to bed.
1: Yeah. And then I went straight into quarantine. Now I have all the time for hobbies, but I didn't pick any up. Right. So, so one of the things for me that I decide that I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up a hobby. A little hard to do during COVID, but one thing, like just being active, something that I do on my own. And so one of the things that I've decided that I'm going to do is in the morning, because I love, I think like morning air just like smells better. I don't know why. That's pretty weird. (laughs) I'll be honest. I just like, it just feels very (laughs) refreshing and it smells very refreshing. I just enjoy it. So I'm not a morning person, but I'm going to try to do morning walks once the sun rises and just listen to a podcast for... Twenty thirty minutes, just time of my own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's super important. And while Robin's doing that, I'm gonna be getting after it at the gym. I mean, well, well while she's not a morning person, I am. Mm. And and this that time at the gym when you know there are the same six or seven people there every morning, um, it, it's it's sort of this. I don't want to say meditative, but it's a reflective time for me you know, um, to be able to go out and do that, you know, and it's, it's so interesting and I would challenge you as spouses to kind of, um, uh, talk to each other about this, but I would, this is kind of going on a tangent, but I would wake up and quietly sneak out of bed and put my gym clothes on and put my shoes on and go, grab my gym bag and go. And I wouldn't, I would see Robin, um, why are you
1: challenging people to that?
0: Okay, just wait. Just okay. Wait, <laughs> wait for it. So, I would just leave, and then I come back, and I'd see her at like I don't know, right before seven, whatever it is, six thirty-seven. Oh, during quarantine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Good morning. Hug. Kiss. Blah blah blah. All nice. But then one day she was like, or we were talking. She's like, you know what? When when you leave, give me give me like a kiss. Kind of like wake me up. Give me a kiss and and say say goodbye and stuff. And it. Uh, uh, here I am thinking, like, I don't want to wake Robin up. I feel bad. She hates mornings, first of all. yeah, She would attack me Yeah, normally. one morning
1: I was very, I had a very bad attitude towards him because he tried being very cute and loving to wake me up so we could have just an extra 15 minutes in the morning together before I went to work, and I was not kind.
0: Yeah, right? So this is why I'm challenging the spouses to kind of <laughs> ask, you know? <laughs> just like, because at the end of the day, I, I had no idea that, Robin would have wanted mm-hmm. that like I would do that right but um, especially during these times and if you're kind of feeling that maybe you've spent a lot of time together like maybe just just change something up maybe go for that morning walk maybe go for an evening walk and I think that we have realized um, you know not just talking with one another but like also about our small group that physical movement is so important mm. right to relationships right walks outside go to the park go on a swing do something
1: i mean even just your relationship with god yeah uh, they talked about because of quarantine everyone was watching church from their couches and people were saying how it's just not the same like worship just isn't the same anymore so they challenged us like okay it's gonna feel silly but for worship stand up sing and do everything you would at regular church yeah and it was different. It was like so it, different. It made such a difference for us.
0: It did. So that's like a challenge for you guys. Get up. Go yeah. out. Do something. Especially because being cooped up in your house all day is not good for your health. I'm just yeah. going to say it.
1: We also had a... It. We wanted to... We had tried a few times and we were never able to do it. We still haven't been able to. So here's a... Maybe you guys can do it. And if you are able to do this, then let us know, leave a comment and you are a little bit better than us. But we tried doing a bedtime for our phones because we noticed towards the end of the night, like we would just be on our phones filling up that time. I was like, well, we're going to bed in like 10 minutes. Let's just scroll on our phones. So like we tried creating a bedtime. I was like, okay, once dinner happens, like phones go away. Yeah. Like if someone's texting us, it's not that important. If they're calling us, then yes, it's important. We should probably answer it. But nowadays, like, Who's going to text? Who's gonna send an emergency text? And maybe there are people like that. I don't know. But with my social group, if it's an emergency, it's not through a text. Yeah, and call. if it's even more of an emergency, they're not contacting me. They're going to call 911. <laughs> so it was a, I'm going to put the phone away. But we never ended up really doing it. I wonder how that would have impacted us, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, we haven't done it yet. <laughs> Will we actually do it? Probably not. But so, we should. Yes. You should. No, I, I think that's important. I mean, Zoom, phones, TV, YouTube, everything. Like, it has its place and it's helpful and productive, but also at the same time, it's not. Yeah. Because it takes away from those moments. I think it dilutes the moments we have together even more.
1: So I've considered it to be an escape. Every it single is. time that you are, like, I consider some. Like, I feel like we have come into a society where we are living in third person. Like, look at social media. Mm. What we have in social media isn't fully us. Like, we only show glimpses of ourselves. And we go through, there's been a study, people actually have more enjoyment looking at a picture of something than being present for something. So, like, going and seeing the most magical, um, amazing waterfall is less impressive than watching a video on it
0: yeah or seeing it on instagram
1: yeah so we have become this way or something will be going on with a friend group and we have to get a group picture and then we spend more time enjoying looking at that picture and figuring out how to caption it and filter it and putting it on instagram than we did than we did in that actual moment sometimes yeah and then we go back and we look and i was like oh i look so good in that moment i was like oh We looked like we were having so much fun in that moment. It's kind of in third person. And what you're doing is you're actually taking yourself, whether you are aware of it or not, you're removing yourself from the situation. Yeah. Think about it every single time that you're in line or it's like an awkward waiting room. You remove yourself from the situation. You go on your phone. Now, if if we carry that concept to a relationship, if you're having a conversation with someone and you're looking at your phone, you're not actually present because... You're missing the entire visual aspect of a conversation with a person. Body language, looks, just every aspect of it. Looks as in like the glances someone gives you.
0: Yeah, uh, non-verbal cues.
1: There we go. Nonverbal That's
0: cues. That's a word to describe everything you just said.
1: <laughs> yes. One other thing that I want to point out that happened to me during COVID is because i went straight from work to nick to less and all nick i kind of turned you kind of i did turn you into my idol yeah so an idol is anything that you place before god it's like well i would never place anything before god but pay attention to how you focus your time when something really good happens how do you want to celebrate do you want to celebrate by grabbing something to drink, grabbing something to eat, doing spending an activity, money. spending money, telling someone, telling a specific person, or is it praising God and thinking God first, first, Cause, and cause, then doing the next thing? Yeah, exactly. And then when something terrible happens, what's the first thing you want to do? Yeah. If it's not turned to God and then whatever else is after it, then that first thing is your idol. And my first thing was Nick with all things it had turned into the and I it harmed our relationship because I was losing my relationship with God yeah and I was losing was I have lost focus of who God says I am and I turned it into what does Nick say I am Mm -hmm. how does he view me does he think what i'm doing is acceptable and i became i am a lot more self-conscious i've always been self-conscious in my life but i think it has flared up a little bit more during quarantine now and i think that has to do with my lack of relationship with god because i filled that gap with you yeah so one thing that i that we want to do is Every day when we are together, rather than taking advantage of times that we're not together, when we are physically together, both in the house, we purposely spend 10 minutes with God separately. So we go into separate rooms of the house. We're not even sitting next to each other. We go apart and we spend 10 minutes with God. Whatever that looks like for the individual person. If one day it looks like just worship music or journaling to God or just straight 10 minutes of prayer or reading the Bible or a devotional, um, I say 10 minutes just to start off. But I would like it to build eventually. I want to become that person that... I want to become that person that just desires time with God and that that is the most exciting time of the day and I don't see it as a waste of time or I don't see it as, well, what do I do? But I desire it. And I think that will start off small.
0: Yeah, and I think you need to take take small steps yeah. most of the times i mean there's some people that can just jump right into things but yeah you know i think that that's that's up to the individual sort of to see like i mean i think 10 minutes is an easy start right
1: sometimes i choose things to be easy yeah. if that makes sense no
0: th- that's fair. i don't
1: i don't i'm not that ambitious of a person <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i'm just like let's go <laughs> Except two hours to
1: tearing apart the bathroom
0: okay that's a that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast no uh no i i think that's that's super important right like i think finding these things um is going to be good to sort of um create this quote-unquote stress or I don't even. Th- I mean, the one you were just talking about is not stress. That's more no. of intentional devotion to, to make Christ. our
1: time together more valuable.
0: Yeah, because what happens after that ten minutes, ideally,
1: we talk about God.
0: We talk about God. We we come back together. You know, and, and I think that's the most important part to think about is that even during these times when we are together, or maybe whoever's listening to this, they're apart. Maybe they're in a in a in a weird time in um, in their relationship with God or in their relationship with their spouse. And um, maybe you need to spice things up. And I, I don't say that in like, spice them up in the bed. No, I mean, just <laughs> s- change something. Do something different. I mean, that's all it took for us is to sit down and have a conversation.
1: And I mean, that, that's not as easy yeah, it's not. as it's said because a bunch of times I'd be like, well, I want to do something with you. When Nick would ask to play video games because we weren't doing anything, he'd be like, well, is it okay to play video games? I was like, well, I want to do something. He's like, like what? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So. And so like we couldn't come up with anything for quite a long time. We, At one point, I think I said like I forgot how to spend time with you. Like I don't know what to do anymore.
0: Yeah so it's, it's it is i i would say it's very important to find something to do whatever it is go sit outside go for a walk yeah I, I mean ideally you know if you're able to get outside get outside i i i think that's so important i really do not only in terms of like the disease and everything <laughs> that's going on you're trapped in your house or your apartment or your cottage wherever you are you know outside is such a It's such a valuable, I want to say resource, but it's not, it's, it's such a valuable creation for us. And I think if you can even get away somewhere, right, if you can go on a camping trip or you can go to your local park to do something, just get out, just get out and do something. It, it's, it brings new perspective. I mean, the greatest minds in the world got out and went for walks and walked around and pondered things i mean look at jesus he would he went out um away from the disciples and walked and prayed Mm -hmm. and and got closer to his father and and i think that's just as important individually as it is as a couple and and i'm 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 actually really interested what other folks are doing right now you know
1: and so one thing that i want to be realistic about is do not imagine that one activity is going to fix everything. Oh yeah. Because we felt this actually kinda early on yep. in COVID and we're like, we need to we need to just get away. Yeah. So we got away. We left. We drove like three hours out.
0: No, it was not three hours. Two hours? Not even. It was like an hour and a half. It, it w- felt like three hours <laughs> of a drive.
1: And we just went into the woods and we went camping. We went car camping where we laid down the back seats and we uh, set up all of our sleeping stuff in the back of the car and we just camped outside the car and we just hung out for uh, two days, one night. Yeah,
0: two, two nights. days, one
1: night. Yeah, two days, one night. And it was amazing. Like there was no cell service. Like we were just spending time with each other we tried making like a little lean-to in the woods and it was pretty successful and then we're like well, we're kind of done with this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we went back to our fire. It was like raining a little bit. We saw a rainbow and it was just so enjoyable. Like I felt like we really connected again. And then we got in the car and we started driving home and the second we got into cell service, we went straight back to what we were doing before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think even having that time, you know, Look where we are now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's so two sides of it. One, one activity will not solve it all, but two, that does not mean it's hopeless. Right. It's just a change of lifestyle sometimes, and a change in lifestyle can take lifetime.
0: Yeah, you want to look at it that way. And I mean, and that's the thing. Like you started off this conversation with you. You want to marry to date this process, like us other couples you know it's not just a one and done yeah (laughs) even though even though we want that right it's like oh we're gonna go camping and everything's gonna be solved oh we're gonna (laughs) go on our family vacation everything's gonna be solved no like you're you're just you're going to be left wanting more and and i think that yeah and i think that sort of goes to show what robin was talking about is like when you make your spouse your idol you're gonna Mm. it's it's you're going to be let down. Yeah. You are. Even the, like what you were just talking about. We idolized that camping trip that it was going to solve things. Yeah. And like that our time together, we idolized that time. We we didn't focus on God necessarily yeah. during that time. Because
1: we acted as if the problem that we had was the location. Yeah. But the problem that we had was our priorities. Because God wasn't really at the top and then after that it wasn't really our spouse because you no longer really had to be a priority of mine, no offense. Because you're always gonna be there. <laughs> it was like, okay, well what can I do around the house? Because the time's gonna come when I have to go back to work, so that should be a priority of me now. Rather than God, then my spouse. Let me let me nourish nurture this relationship that i have with him yeah
0: you can't just you can't just water the petals you have to you have to water the roots
1: yeah i can't just so it's the same idea of going out on a trip you can't water a plant some plants you can but a normal (laughs) plant you can't just water it once a month and expect it to live yeah like the rest of the month it's going to dry up and it could possibly die and it it takes work to into it but just because it takes work doesn't mean it's not worth it so we are these are things that we have desired to do i did my first walk this morning and it was amazing nice uh we haven't done our 10 minutes yet but we are going to do that later tonight and this is day one of the change that we want to make moving forward so maybe later on we you will see a second podcast part two of this conversation and we'll just let you know of how how what difference we've seen yeah. if we feel more connected or not and what are the things we try to do to be innovative to make our time more precious to make it more memorable because to be honest i think the reason why time has flown by so fast these past what four months has it been four months
0: it's been five five months <laughs> yeah
1: is because it hasn't really been that memorable yeah which is so sad for me to look at my husband and say that <laughs> when? but it but really hasn't and, and we have spent a lot of time watching youtube
0: <laughs> yeah we really have and and i and i think that also you know we want to know what you guys are doing too we, we yeah, do give us advice yeah what, what some <laughs> tips yeah what what can we do better and and feel free to reach out to us to have these conversations as well um we want we want to have these conversations with people because you know individuals you know guys reach out to me girls reach out to robin couples reach out like we want to talk to folks and and learn Mm -hmm. with you guys because because um, we
1: don't want to be in an echo chamber yeah of thinking well this is what robin thinks this is what (laughs) nick thinks we think the same thing so we've got it all figured out
0: sounds like politics (laughs) That's another conversation for another day. <laughs> but it's it's so true because we can be in our own heads right now. And mm-hmm. other couples can be in their own heads. Either thinking like, oh, we're the only ones going through this. You yeah. know, because we've had so many times in our, li- in our short marriage that we've just like talked about things in our small group um, Bible study. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, we're going through that, too. Um, and we're like, what?
1: Yeah, or sometimes Weird. we have convinced ourselves that something is good, even though it's not. Yeah. We, Our minds are so powerful and Satan knows how to use it and we will just convince ourselves that what we are doing is okay. Yeah. And without having an outside look on things, we don't really actually have a full assessment. Yeah. So hopefully we will be able to have a part two and give you an update
0: yeah that would that would be awesome but thank you for for joining us i will close us out um in prayer today um so yeah god thank you just just for this conversation lord thank you uh for allowing us um to talk with one another god and i pray for um the marriages out there god that are time starved or maybe even time saturated, God. Um, Allow those couples and allow us to find new ways um, to spend time with one another um, and to make the most of our time, God. Allow us to put down our devices uh, to get out into your amazing kingdom and just see the world for what it is, God. I pray for our marriages in and of themselves, God, let us uh, just enjoy one another and enjoy each other's company uh, in the presence of God and, and in Jesus. Um, thank you so much again for this day, Lord, for the sunrise this morning, God, and the, the sunset this evening. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. thanks again for listening today. We pray that you got as much out of this conversation as we did.
1: Let us know what you thought or if there are any conversations you'd like us to explore on Facebook and Instagram at War on Marriage Podcast, or send us an email at womarriage at gmail.com.